0: This going to be a fun episode, I believe. Yes. We're going to run through every jersey number in Saints history and see who the best guy to wear that number is before. This seems like something you've done before.
1: I don't know that I've actually done this. Never done this before. I've talked about some of them, and I mention numbers all the time, but uh, I don't know that I've ever personally done this. But some of them are easy. Some of them are like, man, can we just not have one for this, (laughs) you know? Because either I don't like the player, or it's like you know nobody's any good, and then there's three or four of them as I went through it that were like, "Whoa, this is really tough." So <laughs> one of the things we want to do is come up with maybe while we're doing this, like that was that's the best number in Saint history. Yeah, we'll do that Identify for sure. Identify which one is. All right, we'll start with there. There was this, there's one player that wore zero. His name was Albert Logan, and on the very first team, he was a safety. There is no one else so we we have to say <laughs> he I don't know anything about him but uh he, he wore 0 so he gets it. Now, isn't there a chance that someone actually could wear 0 now? They, didn't they just change like it's possible that like that somebody could wear 0 in the near future maybe and we we'll, we can replace it. There was 100, this was before your time. The Saints drafted Kenny Burrow and he ended up being uh, the leading receiver for the Houston Oilers in the love you in the Earl Campbell Bum Phillips with Dan Pastorini but he didn't, he didn't do very much for the for the Saints at all but he's the only one so he gets it. All right, so our first example of no one should get this is number 1. Okay. Number 1 is a kicker oh. number. You know, Warren Moon wore 1, but Saints didn't have any quarterbacks at war 1. So there's three kickers. Garrow, your premium, who, your premium, who's mostly known for playing for the you know the Dolphins in their glory de- years, but in 1979, and we did this. Didn't we do a Russell Erksleben? Yeah, we did the 1979 yes, we did. season. We talked about Russell Erksleben you know, kind of saying getting hurt and then not wanting to kick anymore, and right. he just punted. Well, Garrow, your premium, was the guy they brought in to do it, so he kicked For the majority of the 1979 season, he made 12 of 16 field goals, which is pretty good, and he made 39 of 40 extra points. You know, pretty solid year. Um, Benny Ricardo was the Saints kicker right after Garrow left in that 80-81 era. He kicked two years. He made 10 out of 17, 13 out of 25. Missed a lot of kicks. That's not good. He missed. Nine, he missed nine extra points one year and six in the other. Awful. Yes. And then Martin Gramatica. I remember. You remember in 07 and 08. For he sure. He was one of the many experiments to, to get a good kicker before Will Lutz came around. And Martin wasn't very good and, and missed a crucial kick at Denver. And I just don't have a lot of good so i guess we're going to have to go garrow even though he only played 1 year.
0: CJ Gardner-Johnson is rumored to be wearing one uh, come to, come this year.
1: He's going to wear one this year. It's a rumor. Year. It's a rumor.
0: He doesn't know if he's going to do it yet, but that's what he was talking about when they talk about. Well, he would digits. get it. He would definitely get it. He would it. get it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like him. All right. Number 2. There's more kickers. Orlando Mare, awful, terrible. John Casey. No. No. Chip Low Miller. Man, Chip Low Miller. Would you you were you too young to oh, remember no. Chip Low Miller? I,
0: I remember him with Washington and I remember him with the Saints, yes, Chip Low Miller. I
1: remember the first time I interviewed that guy. He only played for the Saints that one year in 95. I I remember interviewing Vinny Testaverdi after the 1986 Sugar Bowl and remember asking him a question and it's like there was nothing there. And I, and I gave him the the it was a mean nickname, Igno at the time, cuz he didn't he just like there was nothing there. Chip Low Miller was weird. I remember when we interviewed him after one of the games and that guy, he kind of reminded me of Vinny Testaverde. You asked him a question and it was doo 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 doo. Like, like he's one of the guys, like maybe he wasn't the unabomber, but you wouldn't be shocked if he knew the Unabomber okay. kind of guys, Chip Low Miller. But then, then there's a very controversial quarterback named Aaron Brooks. Got to be Aaron.
0: Yeah, Brooks. it's Aaron, Aaron hundred uh, percent.
1: He and a lot of people hate him, but again, I my some of my three or four of my most cherished Saints victories, great victories of all time. Aaron Brooks was the quarterback, and uh, he he gave me my first ever playoff win. So I know a lot of people hate him, but I don't. We
0: might it might be time for us to do that Aaron Brooks episode. We've been talking about that forever.
1: Yes, pretty soon. All right, number three, more kickers. John Corney was pretty good. Yes. Uh, he played for the Saints in 01-06. And I know, um, you know, missed the famous extra point at Jacksonville. But he was actually pretty good for the Saints. He was. Uh, Shane Graham made the winning field goal in the, during the forgotten season for the Saints' first ever playoff win against the Eagles. Road win. But road win, yeah. Playoff road win. Yes. Then Bobby Hebert. Who was a quarterback the first time the Saints ever had any kind of a winning stretch? Mm-hmm. And then Will Lutz, who's who's currently there. Yeah. So
0: I mean, it, I like I like Will Lutz, but I think it's got to be Bobby. I think he's the iconic three in in franchise history. Joey Harrington also wore three. Uh,
1: <laughs> I knew that, but I wasn't going <laughs> to mention. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that. But yes, you're you're correct. He did. No, I, I'm with you. It, it needs to be Bobby Abier. All right, four is a brutal one. I mean, just brutal.
0: One pops out in my head, and i I think I think he probably wins by default. It just popped in my head right when we saw we said four, so I'll let you run through the uh, through the who, list and who, I'll who, take it. Who, who? It's Steve Walsh is the one that yeah, pops out for and me. I,
1: that's very good because you know we got nothing but kickers and punters here, yeah. and none of them were really good. Like if any of them were any good at all, I'd give him because I do not. I don't really hate Steve Walsh. It's just Steve Walsh was another one of those kind of like we talked about in the Ricky Deuce one. It was spinning wheels. You had Bobby A. and then you gave up all these draft picks. Not as much as Ricky, but you gave up a lot of draft picks for this quarterback. We already had a quarterback. Why are you doing this? Right. I still hold that against him. But Steve Walsh was a quarterback for three or four years in the early nineties. He did okay, but he wasn't. He was overall a big disappointment. You know, you got Mike for ex-cheater kicker, kick for one year. Klaus Wilmsmar, if you remember, he was yeah, our we, winner on our all-name team. We talked about uh, him. He, he he was a punter for for two years. Toby Gowen, Gowen, yeah, Gowen, yeah. you remember him? He sure. He was the Cowboys. Todd Bauman actually wore number four. He was the quarter one of the quarterbacks in the, in the in Katrina, Katrina season. Yeah. Awful. Billy Cundiv kicked a uh, little bit. Um Sean number. Canfield was terrible. Ryan Griffin was terrible. I mean. By default, it's Steve Walters because there is no one. Yes. Yeah. which is kind of sickening.
0: I'm trying to. I'm trying to in my in my brain when you say the number, who do I think of? Okay, is, let's is, do that. It doesn't mean that he's going to be the answer. It's just the person that I think of when I hear that number.
1: That's a that's a good thing. All right, five.
0: For me, it's it's Garrett Hartley. I, I think he I think he gets it.
1: Um, Garrett Hartley um, is a good one. Is the only one. Uh, Kai Ford, <laughs> the others are kickers Well, Adrian, Adrian Pierce <laughs> <laughs> No, that didn't happen He, Shula, was just miserable oh, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, just oh, a total disaster show So, absolutely, not only did Garrett Hartley Not only was he on the Super Bowl team But, again, he had some iffy moments after that But that for that playoff run, he was really good uh, He missed that kick against Tampa at the end of that the regular season A chip shot but he had set a, what, a Super Bowl record at the time with three 40-plus-yard field goals yes. in the Super Bowl. So, absolutely, it's him. Number six, another easy one.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, six is easy. I think it's Morstead for sure. But our, growing up, Tommy Bornhart also was Tommy Bornhart
1: six. was before Morstead might have been the best six yeah. punter ever or arguably was. So, yeah, you're, I'm impressed. You're pretty good at this. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, no, Bornhart is, is, is a worthy honorable mention, but it's got to be Thomas Morstead. And by the way, it hit me this week like, Morstead's not going to be there this year. Right. We're going to have a new punter. I was very, I did not think he had a good year at all last year, but man, what a great career he had. And, and what a great asset to the community and everything else. All right.
0: I'm very glad that we don't have a better six in Saints history so that he can he can be the sixth because he de- he deserves to be on some kind of list. Well, it
1: would have to be somebody really
0: good. Yes, he, you know, he, was, he was great.
1: He's arguing, and I think Cam Jordan is the answer now, but before Cam Jordan really started putting great year after great year, you could argue that the second-best player of the Sean Payton era w- w- was Thomas Morris. Definitely. State. All right, number seven. Didn't you say you like Taysom Hill, Batman? I do like Taysom. Didn't Hill. you have his yeah. jersey? Yeah,
0: I have his jersey. I don't. I don't did have you know, lobby for him. I don't have the other guys jersey. Oh, I, I did have. I liked Martin Anderson growing up, and I, I he was he kicked a lot of field goals. I remember he kicked a sixty yarder one time, and I liked him. So my aunt had bought me this plaque at one of these sports card shows with a Martin Anderson card in it, and so I, I remember liking Martin Anderson. And I interviewed him a couple times, and I. I like the guy, so I don't have a problem putting him at seven. It's
1: probably not, again, like a lot of guys, it's not him so much, although I do blame him for a lot of it. <laughs> uh, it's more so with the people said about him that just drove me nuts. And the reason, just to relive it, the reason why I don't like Martin Anderson is, every you know, I, I call him a fat cat-like. His last two years in New Orleans, he was one for eleven from fifty yards out. He wasn't kicking the ball. Touchbacks is good. And then all of a sudden they they, they get rid of him and he wants to work hard and and, and, and start kicking good again. I, I I didn't play that game. But yeah, to be fair, it's got to be Martin Anderson.
0: Who besides Anderson or Taysom Hill
1: do they have at, at seven? Not much. Steve Weather was a pretty good punter for a little while. Luke McCown was a you know, did the backup for a little while. Um, Danny Werfel, awful. Guy Benjamin, awful. Nobody. I mean, really, nobody. Yeah. Yeah, so it, that that, that that's, it is what it is. Eight is obvious. There's only one that it's we only know. only one that ever did it. And so that nine's pretty obvious. Yes, yes. Um, ten's a tough one. It's not really because it's one that sticks out. Charlie Durkee was a kicker in the really early years. And Charlie Durkee, um, he had some games where he kicked five field goals, uh, some victories. And it was funny because if you go back and look at him, that was he played in the era where the goalpost was on the goal line. Can you imagine that they they once thought that was a good idea? So he would have field goals of eleven. He would have like eleven yard field goals. It just looks so funny, you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, Charlie Durkee was a guy that he had years where you know he made nineteen field goals, sixteen field goals, and. He made almost all his extra points. So he was pretty good. Doug Bryan was actually a pretty good kicker for the Saints. That was the one that I thought of. In in the Ditka era. Chase Daniel was a good backup. Traquan Smith is number 10. Oh, not bad. And he's doing pretty good. But even though I have a kind of a derogatory nickname for this guy. Oh, by the way, Bobby Douglas was number 10, and he was a— he wasn't good, but yeah. he had a couple years where he played a little bit of quarterback when Archie was hurt. Did a lot of running and a little bit of passing. But Brandon Cooks, Aquaman, was number ten. And Aquaman in three seasons had twenty touchdowns, twenty eight hundred and sixty one yards. Traquans actually, Traquans actually had fourteen touchdowns. We, some people act like he's never done anything. Yeah. But in three years, he has had fourteen touchdowns, mm-hmm. but only a little over eleven hundred and nine yards. So. You know, we're going to have to say Brandon
0: Cook. There was a stretch there where he was really good and really popular with the fans when he was doing the bow and arrow thing yes. and all that. So, yeah, Brandon Cooks is good at number 10. 11. I mean, it can't be Billy Joe Tolliver, right?
1: Well, there ain't much. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Billy Joe Tolliver. John Forcade. John Forcade was the 11th. Although, John, you know, John
0: Forcade. Mark Brunel back there. Mark though, Brunel uh, was the
1: backup number 11. Uh, Deontay Harris. Yes, Tommy Lee Lewis. Might, he might. Deontay Harris
0: might. Uh, Deontay Harris might might get it at, at at the end of his career. He might be the one that we're Is talking. It, can about. Can we
1: give it to him yet? I don't know if he's done enough. What do you think? No way. So are you telling me I, we got to give it to Billy Joe Tolliver I mean, or John Fourcade? Think about that.
0: <laughs> I guess it's got to be John Fourcade. It's got to be Forcade.
1: completed fifty percent of his passes. He was for twenty three hundred yards. 14 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. This is a bad one. It's really bad. I didn't remember 4K being that bad. Well, you know, he wasn't good for sure. Deontay Harris scored a touchdown in a playoff game once, didn't he?
0: Deontay Harris is really good. He's just
1: always hurt. Can we just say Deontay Harris? He was like, wasn't he like an all-pro special teamer?
0: You're right, he was. He was. Yeah, yeah.
1: The other guys never came close to all-pro anything.
0: I don't really want Billy Joe Tolliver on the list, and John Forkey's numbers aren't really there, so I think it's got to be uh, Deontay Harris. Deontay Harris, yeah.
1: short-lived, but but he did something. There you go. All right, number 12.
0: I want I want you to read off some of the guys that wore 12 because, I mean, I think I know who the obvious answer is, but maybe it's not as obvious not as I'm funny. thinking. Uh, not
1: funny. No, not anybody of any good. <laughs> well, Jake wore 12. Okay. Billy Joe Holbert was okay for a really bad quarterback. I actually kind of like Billy Joe Holbert. Babe Laughlinberg, who also was on our all-name team, he, he's not good. Bobby Scott just makes me laugh every time I say his name, but that's it. <laughs> I mean, we all know who twelve is. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus Cole, for is sure. Really high on the list. Thirteen is no use to. Thirteen, we all know who, who that is. But Kerry Collins was thirteen. Uh, Kerry, Collins was 13. Uh, Kerry Collins was yes. Doug Nusmar, whose yeah. son now plays at LSU, was thirteen. Um,
0: definitely, my Rod defense.
1: Harper. I don't know if you remember him. I he, do not. He was a wide receiver uh, for a little while in the Super Bowl year. And remember Joe Morgan, speedy yeah. receiver, caught that long touchdown at Green Bay one um, year. Yeah, I remember him. I, I had high hopes for him for a while, but he kind of faded away. But yeah, I mean that's just Michael Thomas for sure. It's, it, it's Michael Thomas. 14's another bad one. You're not gonna believe this. <laughs> Does anybody come to mind?
0: I'm trying to pull him up, but no, I don't. I don't see any.
1: Richard Todd in that one year or or um 14. Um Ed Hargett. Ed Hargett was that on that early quarterback. Ed Hargett completed forty-six percent of his passes. He threw for twenty-seven hundred yards, eleven touchdowns and ten interceptions. So he at least had one more touchdown than interception. So he's a possibility. <laughs> okay. Ed Hargett. Then you got do you remember JT O'Sullivan? Yeah, sure. JT O'Sullivan was the college teammate of anime Ojo. <laughs> but uh but uh but no, he wore 14 and then the dreaded Russell Erksleben Russell wore Erksleben. Now, Russell Erksleben, to be fair, he was a terrible kicker. He was 4 for 8 in field goals. Uh he did throw two passes, completed one for 39 yards and a touchdown. But he and he punted 280 times. For an average of 40.7. So he was a respectable NFL punter. Yeah. You know, he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't great. I mean, he wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. So it could, it's could it got to be either Russell Erksleben or Ed Hargett. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's the worst thing about Ed Hargett? He doesn't know how to spell his right. name. He two spelled D's. Ed with two Ds. <laughs> People don't know how to spell their names. Bug me a little bit. But anyway... So what are you going to go with, like this black eye player, Erk or this early quarterback who did give the Saints some wins?
0: I'm gonna go with Erk Man, would you you want to go with the other guy?
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm okay with Erk but I it's, don't I don't
0: really know some, much about the other guy. You know, the Ed Hargan. I mean, he I know we, some games. We talked about him in our quarterbacks episode, so I know a little bit about him there. But Erk is just such a iconic, iconic. Guy, or yeah. a negative thing. Sure. So I
1: guess we'll have to say Eric Slavin. Uh, that's fine. Fifteen is the one that's not real good, so it's not going to be a great player. But this guy did do some good things. Um, Charlie Durk, he did wear fifteen for one year, but he he mostly was ten. Gary Quazzo, one of those early quarterbacks, was fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich Zaro, kicker. Tony Frisch, kicker. Not good. Do you? Do, there's a fifteen in the in the that I think we're probably going to give it to in the. Sean Payton error, do you remember who that might have been? No. He had a really big play one time against the Rams. Drawing a blank. Courtney Roby, kickoff returner, played a little wide receiver. He played from 08 to 12. Okay. He had a kickoff return for a touchdown in a game against the Rams that we should have lost, but he he helped us win in, in, in the Super Bowl year. But He
0: had uh, a great Super Bowl, too. The actual Super Bowl, he did had a lot of return yards.
1: Uh, And really, I mean, none of these other guys are any good. So he helped us win a Super Bowl. I'll go go with him. That works. Speaking of help us win the Super Bowl, 16.
0: You hate that number. I know you do.
1: Not a big fan of it, no.
0: (laughs) I'd say Lance Moore. Lance Moore, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: Brandon Coleman did a few things. Ken Stabler almost led the Saints to their first ever playoff, but he kept throwing interceptions. Uh, Tom Blanchard was actually a pretty good punter. In the uh, in the seventies, Tom Blanchard was a was a good punter, uh, and Mike Buck. You know, we talked about him and uh, not had this strong arm. He'd come in and throw Hail Marys, but that's all he could do. Right. Lance Moore, obviously, was was uh, was very good. So certainly no no issue there. Seventeen.
0: So the first one that came to my mind was Jim Everett. Absolutely. Robert Mitchell also comes Robert in Meacham. my mind.
1: But. You know, Jim Everett, in three years with the Saints, completed 61% of his passes, threw for 1,500 yards. No, 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 threw for 10,000 yards in three years. 66 touchdowns, 48 interceptions. So he was not terrible. Definitely. Him and Quinn Early had a nice little combo there. So we had Billy Kilmer the on the original, you know, teams. Right. Then we had uh, Jim Everett. Mitch Berger was a pretty good punter for a few years. And Robert Meacham. Robert Meacham played six years in New Orleans. He had 164 catches for 2,700 yards and 25 touchdowns. So he had fewer yards in six years than Brandon Coleman had in three years as a receiver. But he did play on some good teams, and he did have 25 touchdowns over a six-year period. So are you going to... We're going to go with Everett, or are we going to go with Meacham?
0: I like giving it to Meacham because, to me, Meacham is a saint, right? I think to majority of the people that know about Jim Everett, he's more known for his time with the Rams, whereas Meacham is known for his time with the Saints. And so even though I could hear an argument for Jim Everett, and he was the first guy that popped in my head, I like giving it to Meacham just because Meacham's a saint.
1: I, I, I'm i good with that. All right, here's another problem when 18. Anything come to mind? Old Dave Wilson. Dave Wilson, Jeff Blake, or eighteen. Uh, again, Jeff Blake. The problem, I, I, I mean, I just don't think he played enough games. You know, Dave Wilson was. Listen to these numbers for <laughs> Dave Wilson. Dave Wilson played seven parts of seven seasons in fifty-three games. He, he he participated in fifty-three games over a seven-year period. He had thirty-one starts. He threw for six thousand nine hundred eighty-seven yards. Thirty-six touchdowns and fifty-five <laughs> interceptions. Is that unbelievable? Unbelievable. It's it's just unbelievable. But uh, okay, Wade Wilson. Yep. And again, Wade Wilson. He he completed fifty-seven percent of his passes. Threw for twenty-six hundred yards. He played in eighteen games. Started fourteen of them over a two-year period. Twelve touchdowns. Fifteen interceptions. So not real good. No. Uh, there's not a whole lot. Hugo Hollis was a safety in the early years. I've heard his name, but I don't know much about him. Do you See if you remember this guy, Terrence Copper. Yeah. Terrence Copper played three years from 06 to 08 with the Saints. He, had, he caught 38 passes for 511 yards and five touchdowns as kind of a special teams guy and played some wide receiver for the Saints. So that's what we got. Dave Wilson, who was terrible. But did help us win that game at Cincinnati when we were down, what, 24-7 and a half during the 87, nine-game winning streak at the end of 87. Wade Wilson, who did not have a very good little tenure, two-year tenure with the Saints, or Terrence Copper. That's a bad. That's really bad. That's really bad. I'll default to you on this one. I want to say Terrence Copper because I like his name. It's fine. I mean, there's nothing else to go with. Yeah, it's, it's a rough one. <clears throat> you remember in 96? You probably don't remember this. Terry Guess.
0: No, I don't know. The remember.
1: Saints drafted him out of Gardner Webb. And I remember um, Mel Kuyper said that Terry Guess was going to be the steal of the draft. Well, he, Mel Kuyper was wrong about that. <laughs> Um that. Okay. <laughs> um, 19.
0: Devery Henderson.
1: This is interesting. Okay. You have Devery Henderson. Great. Call, yeah. Ted Ginn, Devery Henderson. Uh, by the way, in nine seasons with the Saints, had two hundred forty-five receptions for four thousand three hundred seventy-seven yards and twenty touchdowns. I averaged about eighteen yards a catch. Uh, not the numbers are not as good as I I thought they would. Me be. Me neither. That's... Now remember, his first year didn't do anything. Yeah, but still. So essentially, in 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 um. Eight years, he had twenty touchdowns. That's not as great as I remembered it. Yeah, but anyway, not... local guy played on the Super Bowl team, did a lot of big things. Tom Dempsey, hmm. iconic saint. Didn't his field goal pers- kickers didn't make as many kicks back then as they okay. do now. But still, he, he had one of the most famous plays in sure. Saint history. Ted Ginn, I love Ted Ginn. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like Ted Ginn. In in the game that that everyone blames you know, the officials for the Saints not going to Super Bowl, he almost bailed the Saints out in that game mm-hmm. with a huge catch. But still, he didn't do as much as Devry did, so we'd have to go with Devry. So we've got – and and then on our all-name team, Guido Merkins, who played in the Bum Phillips era for the Saints, did a little bit of everything. He, he You know, he, he was a defensive back. He played a little wide receiver. He was on special teams, played a little quarterback. I'm not saying he deserves to get it. I'm right. just saying he – great name. A lot of old time, if you watch him, that you, you kind of knew who Guido was, and he has his great name. Yeah. So, But I still think it's got to be Devery, or I, do you think Dempsey?
0: I think it's got to be Devery. However, I, I I do like the idea of putting Dempsey on there because earlier we put Erksleben on there for the simple fact that he's iconic on the team, right? And so Dempsey could maybe get a vote there as being iconic for the team, but I, I do think it's Devery. He was the first one that popped in my brain. So I, I'm 20. Good, I'm good with Devery.
1: I, this sure. is one of the most interesting ones. Terry not Allen. Not high profile, but interesting. Terry
0: Allen wore 20. He did. I, I think he was the one that popped in my head. And I'm not saying that that should be it, but he was That's the one impressive. that That's impressive. He only played
1: that one year that we talked about yeah. uh, in the 2000 year when Ricky got hurt. If you remember the 1981, the famous 1981 draft, when we talked about drafts, mm-hmm. the first second-round pick in 1981 was Russell Gary. The second one was Ricky Ricky Jackson, obviously. But the first one was Russell Gary. Right. And Russell Gary played um, played from 81 to 86 with the Saints. He had seven interceptions. He was a first-team All-Pro in 1983. The, the, the bad thing about in that era, when you go back and look at their stats, they don't give you tackles. Like, it's weird. Hmm. They'll do interceptions. He was a strong safety, kind of like... Not not built like him, but like a Roman Harper type strong safety, really okay. run oriented. Came up and really made a lot of tackles. Again, he was a he was a first team All Pro in '83, had seven interceptions and and, and played from '81 '86. So good, solid player for yeah. the Saints. And tell me how this guy might have done more of any player in the last twenty years that I, and I think a lot of Saints fans probably don't even hardly remember him, Jay Bellamy. I remember Jay Bellamy. Jay Bellamy played from one to 07 7 okay. with the Saints at safety. He had nine interceptions, f- five four, uh, fumble recoveries, four and a half sacks, 396 tackles, 20 stops behind the line. Again, I really wish – I went back and tried to get Russell Gary's tackle stats to compare him to Jay Bellamy. And Russell was – they played – one played six years, one played seven, so very similar. I would think his tackle totals are very similar – but I don't know, but but Jay Bellamy was was a pretty good player. He was yeah. a good pickup for the Saints. Yeah. I think those are very similar players played about the same position. I think it was Russell Gary. I'm good with Russell Gary. Twenty one. Dalton got to be Dalton. I don't yeah. think there's anyone. You mentioned Derek Brown. He wore twenty one one of the years. A very a very uh, Mike Bell wore twenty one. Mm-hmm. During the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl year, Keenan Lewis wore 21. He was one. He was a real good player for one year. Yeah, I remember him. There was, a, you know, they drafted. I mean, they signed Dell Carter, who, if he wasn't having off the field issues, could have been one of the most talented, if not the most talented cornerback the Saints ever had. But he didn't have his head together. So I mean, it's 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 Dalton 22. Very interesting. 22. <laughs> yeah. What 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 comes to mind? A
0: lot of them come to mind. A lot of number. A lot of names come to mind, but. The one that's special, of course, is Tracy Porter. With
1: the- talk about iconic, yeah. Now, Tracy Porter, in four years with the Saints, had seven interceptions, 195 tackles, three fumble recoveries, 32 pass defenses, 10 stops behind the line. Now, none of that includes playoffs. So, and when they when they give stats on players, they don't include the playoffs. Yeah. And so he obviously had two interceptions in the playoffs that we remember very well. Right. Um, and so you want to talk about iconic. <laughs> it's the single biggest play in the franchise's history.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Okay?
1: And arguably the two biggest plays, because the Favre interception put him into the Super Bowl. Right. So you've got that. Then you've got the current player, Chauncey Gardner johnson who's actually a very good player, but he hadn't played enough yet probably to be in quite in this discussion. Then you have... Superman Mark Ingram, who, as you just said in a previous one, uh the in the Ricky uh, Deuce episode would probably be the franchise's all-time leading rusher yeah. had he just played one more year. Right. And was part of some good teams. Um, then you you mentioned uh Fred Thomas. Now I'm not saying Fred Thomas is this, but Fred Thomas in 18 years had in eight years had 13 interceptions. 451 tackles, 5 sacks, 77 pass defenses, 15 stops behind the line, and 7 fumble recoveries. He was a guy who could not catch the ball, and that's why he played cornerback. But he was actually very physical for a little guy against the run. He was a mm-hmm. good football player, yeah. Fred Thomas, but wouldn't be there. You know, Brad Muster had a few moments. Gil Finnerty had a few moments. If you like little guys, a lot of us liked um, in the in the uh, early seventies. They had a little running back named Howard Stevens who wore twenty two, <laughs> who was who was good. But 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 again, that's a lot of good players. So
0: I don't. What do you do? I don't like giving it to Ingram because he wore twenty eight also. So a lot of. I think
1: it was just one year though. Was it one or two? Years? It might
0: have been. It was a couple of years. It was
1: like one or two years, and then.
0: So when you think of Ingram, you automatically think twenty two.
1: I do. Okay. But 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 it's a fair point that you're making. Yeah.
0: And and Fred Thomas was good, but uh, Tracy Porter his plays just kind of put him over the top. So when I think number 22 for the Saints, I'm always going to think of Tracy Porter. And so I think that's why he gets it. Not saying he's better than Ingram. I think Ingram's probably the best player to wear 22. I'm no just question. saying the number 22 for the Saints is Tracy Porter for me.
1: I'm good with that. Yeah. A lot of people would probably disagree. But um, I'm good with that because um, Superman, as I call him, gave me a lot, of frustrate, a lot of frustrating times before he gave me some times that I really could appreciate him. All right, 23. Interesting. Another interesting. Very one. interesting. <laughs> I think where we sit
0: today, I'm thinking it's Pierre Thomas. But they have a guy on the roster right now wearing 23 that,
1: that could very or well be. there. Sean Lattimore. Yeah. He That's day there. one. Yes. Buford Jordan was 23, very loved from um in, in the in the Jim Moore era. The other name that you may not know about, maybe the most accomplished that didn't play a lot of years, maybe the most accomplished Saints, even though he didn't have a lot of years, that no one ever talks about. Okay. Uh, Dave Witzel. Dave Witzel played three years for the Saints, cornerback and safety. Played safety one year, I think, in cornerback the other two years. In three years with the Saints, he had 19 interceptions. Wow. In 1967, he had 10 interceptions and led the NFL in interceptions. Wow. And he actually um, played for other teams, played for the Bears, I want to say. He had a really nice career. Now, unfortunately, he only played those first three years in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. But he did lead the NFL in interceptions in 1967. So... Not saying he would get it necessarily over a beloved guy like a Pierre, but he's a he's one of those guys when you do these things that it's good to educate you sure. and remind yourself about one of the – really, he was one of the best players in St. history. Definitely. Dave Woodson. Okay. I still think it's Pierre Thomas. Do you – you,
0: Oh, everyone loves Pierre. Yeah. Do you have any quarrels about giving it to Pierre Thomas?
1: Well – I My mean, only quarrel would be I, I give Marshawn Lattimore the nickname of that's day one because I think he's the only uh, way above average cornerback the Saints have ever had. I mean Pierre Pierre in eight years rushed for thirty seven hundred plus yards and twenty eight touchdowns, caught three hundred and thirty six passes for another twenty six hundred almost twenty seven hundred yards and twelve touchdowns. So he scored forty touchdowns for for, for the Saints and um
0: Definitely, the screen. Just the screenplay was what I love
1: the screen, and he was a great fan favorite. There's a lot of players. There's a lot of Saints fans who their favorite player of all time is probably Pierre Thomas.
0: I think if we revisit this maybe in a few years, and Lattimore sticks around with the franchise, he may he may get there. But I think right now, I'm comfortable giving it to Pierre Thomas.
1: 24.
0: <sighs> Mario Bates is is the one that. That stands out. Nah, you now, I don't know if he gets there. If he gets the the nod, but Mario Bates twenty four is the one that I thought of.
1: There's not a whole lot. You would think twenty four is a pretty common number.
0: It's a pretty number.
1: It, it is. Uh, Fred Weary. Do you remember Fred Weary? Uh, I do. Yes. I Fred do. Weary played four years at the end of the Ditka, the beginning of the. Um, Hazlitt era, he played some key roles in the in the Saints wins over the, some Saints wins over the Rams. In four years, he had six interceptions, twenty four pass defenses, one hundred seventy seven tackles. But not, you know, a lot of Saints fans may not remember him. But he was pretty good. Mario Bates, like you're talking about, Mario Bates ran for twenty five hundred yards in four years, twenty one touchdowns, caught forty four passes for two hundred sixty two yards. Not great, but something. Um, and I got to tell you there's not a whole lot out Rob Kelly was terrible Derrick Brown wore 40 wore 24 as well uh Lee Torrance played a little bit played a little cornerback was okay Von Bell wore 24 they see Von Bell is one that's interesting because he he played for, here for 4 years and wore one number for 2 years and another number for 2 years and the and the one of the 2 years numbers there was no one else any good we're going to see that later but um but yeah, he is Von Bell is someone to to consider. Corey White was okay for a little while. Um but there's not a whole lot here. What do you think? Bates? Yeah, I think it's Bates. Or, or Weary.
0: If you if you say that Weary deserves it, I'll trust you. But I think for me, you know, I'm a little bit younger, so I Bates is just the one that sticks out. Even though Weary played during the era when I was watching and I remember him. Yeah. Bates is the one that just
1: the only other one that worth mentioning is um, Milton Mack was a cornerback in the Jim Moore era that was mostly a, a backup, but he did have he did have some moments. All right, another very interesting one. Twenty five. I, I
0: have a feeling you're not going to say Reggie Bush deserves it. You're going to say somebody else, somebody that I'm not even thinking of probably.
1: Well, there's some. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying okay, twenty five. Reggie Bush, obviously, is one to consider. Uh, in five years, he rushed for 20, for 2,000 yards and 17 touchdowns. He had four punt returns for touchdowns, and he caught 294 passes for 2,142 yards and 12 touchdowns. So he scored a total of 29, 33 touchdowns in five years for the Saints. So I got no problem with that. Alex Molden, a lot of people don't like him because they didn't draft Eddie George. He played five years with the Saints, had 12 interceptions, 15 pass defenses. Uh, Fred McAvee, very popular player with yes. the Saints. And did a little running back, did a lot of special team stuff, but still he's not. Johnny Pope. Johnny Poe played seven years with the Saints in the, in, in the 80s on some really good defenses. Mm-hmm. Had one of the biggest plays in Saint history when they won at Cheetel Stick in 1987. Picked up a block field goal and ran in for a touchdown. Had 17 interceptions in seven years, but he's not. Reggie's, so it's, <laughs> it's 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 re- P.J. Williams. Okay, P.J. Williams has not been awful. He really hadn't. He's had five interceptions, 191 tackles in um in five years, but he, he he's not Reggie. All you right.
0: Know, you know what's the best part about my Reggie Bush jersey mm. that after Reggie Bush left, it became a Raphael Bush jersey. Yeah, he also wore twenty six. <laughs> that was
1: cool. Now P.J. wore 25 and 26, but anyway, he, he had, the next one is Deuce. I mean, 26 is Deuce. There's is there anyone else? Jitter Fields is on our own name team. Vince Buck was a good football player. I like Lamar Smith, but he didn't play long. We talked about him on a previous episode. That's about it. Yeah, it's douche. It, it's Deuce. 100%. All right, 27. There's not a whole lot here. Obviously, there's Malcolm Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember Aaron Stecker? Yes. He was a pretty good player. He went to the same school that um, Sean Payton went to and Tony Romano. Eastern Illinois. Yeah, that, that, that group. Um um, then there was a player in the Jim Moore era that was a good player named Antonio Gibson, a very a, a good safety. Didn't start all the time, but 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 started some. But but overall, I think Malcolm Malcolm yes. Jenkins is twenty seven. I believe so. Twenty eight, I think. Does anyone come to mind? Because I think there's one that.
0: Well, Latavius Murray comes to mind, but I don't think he's the. I don't think he's the one.
1: Well, I really do like him. Yes. Uh, Gene Atkins was a, the safety for the Saints in the Jim Moore era in seven seasons. He had twenty-one interceptions, seven sacks. He also was a kick returner, averaged twenty-one yards of kickoff on seventy-one kickoff, had four hundred and sixty-two tackles over seven years and was a really good player, and unfortunately. Um he had I think he had a lot of those uh what do they call it when you get the concussions and all, all that. Yeah, I think he had a lot of those issues. But yeah, it's um it's Gene Atkins. Twenty nine. Very similar type football player. You remember who? What is twenty nine? Sammy Knight. Sammy Knight. Absolutely. Arguably the best thing that Mike Ditka ever did for for, for uh, New Orleans in the Saints franchise. Now, I have some very good, though very pleasant HM uh, candidates on that. Can you think of any?
0: Uh, Chris Ivory was Chris Ivory, who
1: i called call 2-by-4 because yeah. he was stiff. But he, he had some – and Kerry Robinson, okay. who had one of the best 10 plays in insane history in my estimation. During the forgotten season when they beat the Eagles, it was second and 11. They were down by however many points, a couple points. And uh, the time was running out. And they ran the ball up the middle. I still can't get over this. And they give it to Kiry Robinson. He got uh, 13 yards on second 11, and 11, and it led to – um, the, the game-winning field goal to win. Now there was also a player just in l- kind of learning Saint history. The Saints drafted a guy in 1987 named Reggie Sutton, who I think would have been talent-wise one of the best all-time Saints defensive backs. Enormous talent, yeah. but had a lot of off-the-field issues. Some demons never you know. really happened; those dreaded demons. But um, but yeah, I, I think I think Reggie Sutton was a. Blew a, some opportun- a lot of opportunities. Josh Bullock's was okay for a few years. Yeah. But overall, kind of disappointing. No question, it's Sammy Knight. Correct. Number 30.
0: Nobody's really standing out to me with 30. I'm, uh, these names are not really.
1: I think number 30, if I was going to say put together a list of the most underrated Saints players of all time, I, this guys either on the top of the list or pretty close to it. Okay. Wayne Wilson was a running back in the the early 80s. Now, again, we've talked about this on previous episodes. Sometimes you have to give certain players a little bit of a break because of the coaching that they had at the time. Mm -hmm. The Saints were not offensive juggernauts. Now, they were great defensively in that era in the 80s, but especially the early 80s, they were not offensive juggernauts. But Wayne Wilson played for the Saints from 79 to 86, Kind of the very end of the pre Benson era. And he was one of these running backs that could run. He was kind of like a Pierre Thomas. Very similar, a little bit bigger than Pierre, but 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 that kind of a running back. He he ran for twenty four hundred and sixty-two yards and sixteen touchdowns, caught 179 passes for 1, fifteen hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns, and averaged twenty-three yards a kickoff return, which is better than most in in an eight-year career. And I and I really think that if he would have had a really good offense, and his numbers would have been even better. I think he's arguably the most underrated player in Saint History. Wow. Um, there's an Anthony Newman played a little bit, a Gerard Cherry, Chad Morton, who you mentioned. Um, but but I, Ernie Jackson was a decent cornerback in the '90s. But um, uh, there's no one as good as, as Wayne Wilson. So that's 30. All right, 31.
0: I mean, we can't give it to Jarius Bird. No, we're not gonna give it to Jerry's Bird.
1: We just can't do that. We had a special teams player not that long named Chris Banjo. Another one of the I remember great, Chris you know, Banjo? Great yeah, that's name, a good name. Great name. Uh, he had 22 tackles, three interceptions. four. He was a special teams player. Didn't do a whole lot. And then we had Bird, who I you know I'm trying to I'm trying to forget about. We had a defensive back from the ex Steeler named Pearson Prelo. Do you remember Pearson Prelo? I do not. Pearson Prelo played for the Saints in 09 and 10. He was a special teamer. He had 47 tackles, a pass defense, a fumble recovery, mm. special teams player. Jim Taylor actually wore 31, but he didn't – with the Saints, he didn't really do anything. Jim, Jim Taylor had a – he ran for 390 yards and two touchdowns, three yards a carry, he had 38 catches for 251 yards and no touchdowns. Like he didn't really – he's a Hall of Fame guy. But, right. You know, but he didn't really do anything for the Saints. Tell LSU, right? Yes, and played with the Packers on those Super Bowl teams. So that's it. You got Jarvis Bird, who we just cannot give it to. No way. We have Chris Banjo, and we have Pearson Prilo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, Aaron Glenn um, played for a little bit of one year, and he ended up coaching the Saints. But 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 he wasn't anything as a player. Like literally, this is might be the worst one so far. Huh? I refuse to give it to Jarvis Bird. we We got to say Chris Banjo just because he's got a cool name. It can't be Cudaris, Bird. It just can't.
0: (laughs) Can't do it. Sorry.
1: 32. Kenny Vaccaro. Kenny Vaccaro. Man, you're good at this. (laughs) Kenny Vaccaro was not a great player, but he was a good player. Now, the only catch on this is there was a a cornerback on the Super Bowl team that for one year, his first year he wore 32, and the other years he wore 33. So we're going to go. He wore more. Uh, and that is Jabari Greer, who yeah. I thought was very good. My favorite
0: Jabari guy that Greer. I ever interviewed for the Saints was Jabari Greer. Loved loved interviewing him. Yeah,
1: he he, he was good. I, I really liked him. But Kenny Vaccaro was was a, was a really good player over um a four year stretch for for the Saints. So I, I I think I think it's Kenny Vaccaro now. You know. Aaron Craver was pretty good for a couple years as a fullback. You know, Vaughn Dunbar was one of those first-round busts. I still don't know why they picked Vaughn Dunbar. You know, we didn't mention him in that running back thing, but the Saints drafted Vaughn Dunbar in '92 and first-round pick out of Indiana, blew his knee out in in the preseason game at his home field. It just just, just I never did anything, but I don't think he had a whole lot of talent to begin you know, with. I think that was just an awful draft pick. But anyway, 33.
0: Is it Jabari Greer?
1: We mentioned uh, Jabari Greer for sure. The Saints had a running back named Mike Strawn in the in the 70s. That was pretty good. Uh, you remember Wilmot Perry? Yes. Now – one player who also was an underrated Saints player that I really liked, that he ended up playing for the Falcons more than the Saints, unfortunately, but they had a cornerback a named Ashley Ambrose.
0: Yes, I definitely remember Ashley Ambrose. Ashley, a great
1: name. He played in 03 and 04, and he had 12 interceptions and 47 pass defenses. And he played with two different stints. He played in 99, then he played again in 03 and 04. And he played for the Bengals, I think. In three years, yes, he did. In three years, he had 12 interceptions, 47 pass defense, 131 tackles, uh, and four fumble recoveries. So we've got Jabrari Greer, Ashley Ambrose, I think would be the best three, and a couple of other guys, like I said, that have played, but nobody that did what those guys did. I think I want to give it to Greer. Cornerback on the Super Bowl team, I agree with that. Thirty-four.
0: Well, I have a feeling that you're not going to let me argue against Tony Galbraith. I think he's going to be your thirty-four.
1: Tony Galbraith is my favorite. <laughs> right. of <all> time, okay, <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm just glad that you knew that. Tony Galbraith in five season ran for twenty-eight hundred yards, 2,865 yards, and twenty-seven touchdowns. He also kicked extra points when they needed him to. He also caught two hundred eighty-four passes for over 2,200 yards and six touchdowns. So, look, this is interesting. Yes, You have Tony Galbraith, yes. who I thought was really good and underutilized in some ways. Craig Hayward had a few, you know, he was overall a disappointment as a first-round pick, but he had some some nice moments. It wasn't right. like he he never did anything. Then we had a guy, a running back, named Ricky Williams, who had 2,000-yard seasons, but overall was kind of strange. And then Ray Zellers had some moments yep. at 34. Mike McKenzie was the a good football player. Cornerback for the Saints. In six years, he had 13 interceptions, 164 tackles, 51 pass defense, and seven uh, stops behind the line. Didn't he have a
0: great interception against the Patriots on Monday Night Football?
1: He did. We had just
0: picked him up. Yeah,
1: that was awesome. Yes. Mike McKenzie's a top-10 cornerback in St. history, I think. So, can we really do Ricky Williams?
0: I'll just say that for me, it's Ricky Williams, but I know how much you love Tony Galbraith. So, I have no problem with that. I
1: also love Jess Phillips. Jess Phillips was a running back in 73 and 74, and I can still remember going to a game, and the Saints had it first and goal with the one-yard line. In three straight plays, they tried Jess Phillips over the top, and he got crushed every time. <laughs> he kept stopping Jess at the goal line. Jess was jumping over the top like Walter Payton, but he wasn't really Walter Payton, so it didn't work out as well. So I, I'll let you break my heart if you really want to, and um, well, I don't. So, so, so you would say you would say Ricky Williams over Hayward? I, I don't know if I would and over Mike McKenzie. I don't know if
0: I would over. I don't know. If I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> I know that if I was doing this podcast with anyone else, it would not be Tony Galbraith.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ricky is just. He's so aggravating in so many ways. <laughs> Let's give it to Arnhead. Oh, Arnhead. Also <laughs> aggravating. We'll, 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 we'll punt on that one. <laughs> that's fine. I'm going to – no, I'll, I, I'm will i just going to say Galbraith just because I want to. that work. I'll okay. go with yeah, that. We can go with that? Yes, that's fine for me. Okay, 35. Uh, another complicated, tough one.
0: Nothing really sticking out at 35 for me.
1: Earl Campbell did wear his 35 when oh, he was with the Saints. Okay. He didn't really do a whole lot. Right. With the Saints. He had that one great game in 85 against the Vikings. The Saints had a fullback kick returner named Bobby Morse in the, in the Jim Moore era and who did who did a few things. They also had a running back, if you remember this name, in the early years named Bob Gresham.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, nope. In two years, he had nine touchdowns rushing for the Saints, 764 yards. Not great, but he did something. And I would say that's about it. Let's see. Maybe one other guy who ever did anything. Fakir Brown. Hmm. Do you remember Fakir Brown? I don't. Very interesting name. He, in four years with the Saints, he had 30 pass defense, 144, 145 tackles, two interceptions. Did about as much as anybody else who ever wore (laughs) 35 for the Saints. Because Earl didn't do very much.
0: Isn't it weird how you can have a number like that? Where you just don't have any players that even...
1: 35 is not that obscure yeah, of a number. it's crazy. We might have to give it to Fakir Brown. That's fine. 36. Ruben. Ruben Mays. Uh, Michael Hawthorne was okay for a few years. Um, but, no, uh, Ruben obviously got... His career got cut short. But, um, but no, it's Ruben. Number 37. Well, you.
0: I think you said Tommy Myers is the probably the, Mars, one of the best saints arguably ever
1: arguably the best safety ever yeah. arguably yeah and plus he intercepted frank tarkin and ran back 97 yards for a <laughs> touchdown so i mean <laughs> that gives him a lot of bonus points the saints had um jimmy spencer who was okay benny thompson was a hard-hitting safety in the moore era but no it's no question uh tommy Mars, 38 is it
0: george rogers
1: george rogers was 38 uh, there's nobody else worth even, you know, Osama Young wasn't really that no. good. and No, it, it, it's George Rogers. 39.
0: I'm, I'm picturing a 39, and I'm picturing a player wearing 39, but I can't.
1: 39 is an iconic number in St. History. Very iconic. 39 was the number of the player who recovered the fumble in the end zone in the Katrina block game that Gleason blocked Curtis, Curtis DeLoach. Deloach. He was also the number of the player who recovered the onside kick in the Super Bowl, Chris Reese. Okay. And he was the number of one of the original Benedict Arnolds that left New Orleans <laughs> to go to the Arnolds, named Brett Maxey, who actually was a pretty That's good the player. name
0: I was thinking of.
1: Brett Maxey was a pretty good player over a, you know, he played with the Saints from 85 to 93. So we have the coolness of the... The Super Bowl game and the mm-hmm. Katrina game—you could argue the two biggest games in Saint history. Sure, uh, but then you had a guy named Brett Max who was a really good player for you know a set or eight or nine-year period. So I think we're going to have to go with Brett Max. forty.
0: What about Delvin Bro?
1: Delvin Bro is one of the forties. He played for a couple years, but there was a safety in the Jim Moore era, named. Um, Robert Massey, who was, played two years and ended up going to Detroit, but he was like a starting safety, and and, and he was better than Delvin Bro. Now, speaking of big Saints plays, there was a 40 in one of the iconic plays in St. History. Number of Brian Milne, who recovered the fumble when Azair Hakeem fumbled okay. to give the Saints their first-ever playoff win because he was trying to field the punt. What an idiot. But, okay, 41 is... Um, yeah, Roman dunk. Harper was a really good player. We all, we both love Toy Cook, right, although a lot of Saints right. fans didn't love Toy Cook. Jimmy Rogers was the running back who scored the game-winning touchdown to give the Saints a great 21-20 victory over the Jets to avoid the 0-16 season for their only win in the 1-15 year. But but there's this current running back for the Saints that's pretty good, so we'll give it to him. Alvin come here. You're good with that? That's fine with me. 42. Probably Chuck Chuck Muncie, enormously talented. I just wish he would have, um, you know, laid off all the drugs and all of that. But forty-two was also the number of the wide receiver who ran the opening kickoff back for a touchdown, John Gilliam. And another iconic play in Saint history.
0: A guy that we can't talk about.
1: And a serial rapist yeah. that we would prefer not to talk about. But was <laughs> the difference between the Saints being a Super Bowl team and a playoff team. So we still can't talk about it. 43, very interesting number So 43 is Darren Sproles
0: Even though I think Mario Williams would, is kind of in the situation that Lattimore's in Where in a couple more years we may have a different answer Marcus Williams but Yeah, Marcus Williams, I'm sorry But for, for me, when I think of 43, the first one that came to mind was Darren Sproles Even though I wasn't a real big fan of Darren Sproles, but he's 43
1: Darren Sproles played three years Right For the Saints I know Marcus Williams has played seventeen, eighteen. played three years for the Saints. That's close. It's, it is close. <laughs> it is close. And, you know,
0: Marcus Williams has a little bit of, uh, you know, controversy. Not controversy, but it, it's kind of tainted with the, yes. the, the miracle music. Was it Mi- Minneapolis Miracle or whatever they call it? I don't know. I'd be fine with putting Marcus Williams if you're passionate
1: about but it. But you want to go with Darren Sproles. I
0: think it's Sproles as, as we sit here today.
1: Okay, 44. This is another one of those players that a lot of Saints fans do not like, but it's Dave Waimer. I mean, arguably okay. the best cornerback in Saints history. You know, I, I still don't have a full grasp of all this, but Dave Waymer had 37 interceptions in his career with oh, the wow. Saints. Dave Waymer, listen to this. He had 15 fumble recoveries. Dave Wamer, and, and, and I still don't. There's got to be something that's a little different. I'm thinking, but if you go back and look, in in 1986, Dave Wamer had 34 pass defenses. I'm going to put that into a little perspective. Last year, the, the 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 player in the NFL that led the league in pass defenses had 20, and he led the NFL wow. in 1986. Dave Waymer had 34. In 1983, Dave Waymer had 43. Dave Waymer had 210 pass defenses in his career. And that and we and a lot of Saints fans consider him bad. Yeah. But he he, he had issues. He died with those issues, but I think he was an underrated player overall. So um That's good with me. Arguably the the best um Cornerback in Saint history, certainly statistically the most productive. All right, another number that is not good: 45. Now, Ironhead for one year actually did. He actually started out with 45, not 34. Uh, He wore that first year in '88, and then he didn't wear it again. Uh, And really, there are no good football players that wore 45 for the Saints. And so I'm going to give it. We're not going to talk a lot about it because it's a bad number. But there was a fullback who played five years, an old school fullback. Who okay. He was a good fullback. And he started for four or five years for the Saints named Jack Holmes, number 45. So we'll give it to Jack Holmes.
0: Uh, I've never heard that name before. So You never have? Taking your word for it. Yes.
1: 46. We all love Hokie Gajon. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's Danny Brown. Correct. Now. Danny Abramowitz, unfortunately, I think of him as the Saints' awful offensive coordinator, the Mike Dick <laughs> error, but the truth of the matter is he was on the Saints' original teams and was a very good wide receiver right, for the right. Saints, and so 46. Definitely. This was m- one of the strangest ones, 47.
0: Anzalone wears 47.
1: But he wasn't good. No. You're not going to believe this, but I think we have to give it to a deep snapper. Oh, wow. Kevin Hauser was the deep snapper for the Saints from 2008. So for nine years, he was the team's deep snapper, and he did a good job with it. And none of these other guys are any good. Okay. So I'll uh, we'll give it to um, to Kevin Hauser. 48. 48 is the number I was talking about. For two years, Von Bell wore 48. For two years, he wore, what was it? Anyway, whatever the other number that he wore. But there is, there, are, there, are, there is nobody else um, that wore 48. You know, Kendall Hunter was not good. David Sloan. When we went to camp one year, David Sloan was a tight end for the Saints. And I remember Brady and I were covering it. And they had, we were in the cafeteria, and he went and got some toast. And he could not figure out how to put the bread into the toaster. He literally, I'm not exact. And me and Brady, go, we were like, well, look at this guy. He does not know how to put the bread into the toaster. He was this ginormous tied in, big old physical muscular looking dude. He could not put bread into a toaster. <laughs> that was unbelievable. So we're not giving it to him. Okay. <laughs> we're going to give it to Vaughn Bell. All right, nine, uh number 49.
0: Not a single 49. Sticks out to me. I don't remember. And none should.
1: Else. But in the <laughs> 1980s, the Saints had a safety name, Frank Wattlet, who was a pretty hard-hitting guy. Not a great player, but a good player. And he okay. played a lot of games. So we'll give it to him. Frank Wattlett. Number 50 is interesting. Okay. Anybody come to mind to you? Not really, no. The Saints had drafted Stephon Anthony in the first round. Oh, yeah. And he led the team in in, in tackles for A year and then they had a, run, a linebacker that I think a lot of Saints fans forget about. For one, in the in the 70s, they had a linebacker from LSU named Ken Bordelon, who had some moments, but all I remember by Ken Bordelon is Cliff Blanche running away from him on that Monday night football awful loss. And James Allen's played was a started maybe a few games, was an okay linebacker from um, 02 to 09, but Curtis Lofton. If you remember, he yeah. kind of came and 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 led the team in tackles a couple years, and was actually a pretty good player. Right, and, and from in that era where they were kind of in between the two good eras, but he he was pretty good. So I think it's going to have to be Curtis Law. Okay.